Hey, hey, you're listening to Don't Lie to Your Life Coach Podcast with Kim Arrington. I'm Kim Arrington. I'm a life coach, a weight loss coach, an author, and a badass passionate about helping you connect back to your most authentic self. Join me here each week so I can coach you on how to think all those juicy thoughts that get you feeling your absolute best and taking some big ass action. Coaching has changed my life and it can change your life too. I'm here to give you real life solutions to create a life you'll love. Because the truth is, boo, you ain't just got problems, you got options. Hey, hey, hey. I'm popping in. I'm popping in. Wanted to record this podcast. Um, if you're watching me on YouTube right now, you're seeing the dewiness of my face. Um, I've been makeup free. Well, I draw, I have to draw my eyebrows, y'all. My eyebrows pretty much end right in the middle of my uh cornea. Uh so they the tails are always gonna be drawn on. Uh, I didn't even set up the lights today, y'all, because I just wanted to get in. I was trying to get in before my husband gets home. Um and, and I got to walk in the woods. Y'all should know by now I walk in the woods every single day. I, you know, my husband and I have a little bit of a countdown on how long we're going to stay in this particular house, but we have all these trails around us and I got to walk in the woods every day. And I think I've just decided I'm going to completely get every positive experience I can from this neighborhood and this house. I love my neighbors. I love the neighborhood. I love walking around the neighborhood. I love it all. So um, yes, I digress. Why did I want to pop in here today? <laughs> so y'all know I'm a coach. Yeah, I'm a life coach. And invariably, if that's invariably, I think that's a word. I'm going to talk to a client. This happens to all my clients. And the response whether white, black, Asian, whether in Korea, whether in Madagascar is always the same. They're going to tell me a story. I'm going to listen compassionately to said story. Someone has done something to them and they cannot move beyond it. And they're going to say, my mother-in-law, my sister, my brother, Somebody basically said, you know, this about me. It, and it may be true and it may not be true. Anyway, and I say the same thing to them. And it's always the same response. I say, well, everybody talks about everybody. And they get very quiet. I let it sink in. You know how you put on your lotion, it's got to sink in. I let it sink in. I say, everybody talks about everybody. I repeat it. And then I say, yeah, I do it and you do it too. And they stop. And I say, hey, if everybody does it, it must be something true, They what they say about human nature. Whether it's toxic, whether it's true, whether it's not true. You cannot stop people from talking about you. You absolutely cannot. I just realized I didn't even put on my podcast, Mike. I don't care. Y'all getting some good shit here. 
You can't stop people from talking about you ever. Story time, children. Now, y'all know I'm going to find a way to try to work Rihanna into anything that I talk to y'all about. (laughs) Rihanna is pregnant. At the time of this podcast, Rihanna is pregnant. And there is a certain celebrity when they are pregnant, they seem as if they are the first pregnant woman that ever a pregnant person that walked the planet. And she is, she is a vision. She is gorgeous. Rihanna is brilliant. She's a business maven. She is all the things, (laughs) but y'all know Rihanna has savage Fenty. Is it Fenty savage, savage? I don't know. I do not own anything of it yet. Yet I said, but she is pregnant and she, y'all, she makes draws, she makes bras, she makes all the things like lingerie, lingerie, she makes that, right? And everybody is losing their mind. Not all my listeners, some of y'all love it like me because she is dressing how she wants to. The last picture I saw where y'all lost your mind Thank you, Rihanna, for telling the world that you can wear whatever the hell you want to. Last thing she had on was kind of like a bra situation and a sheer kind of, I'm not going to call it a nightgown, but it was like a lingerie thing. I loved it. Oh, they were skewering her in the comments. I'm a fan, but (laughs) I'd never do that. What about her unborn child? I was like, Listen, Rihanna, let's lunch. I want to hold the baby. I know this is your first one, so you're going to be a little bit more protective. I can wait to the second one. I can be a great aunt. I could be a great godmother to said baby, okay? Rihanna, if you hear me. Anyway, they were talking so much smack. They were talking shit about Rihanna. And I literally thought to myself, I was about to, I was about to get in. If it had been Mary, I probably would have come in the comments. Y'all can never say nothing about Mary. But I was about to be a keyboard warrior and go, you know, but then I was like, no, everybody talks about everybody. So why, why, why do we universally have opinions on each other? All right. So it might be, you're you're hearing my slack go off probably. It might be that um it may be that we when we see someone doing something it brings up stuff in us it triggers something in us it could be something that we haven't healed it could be something that we don't even think is possible to change so the person who's talking about you is having an experience of your actions. They're having thoughts about them. And then you hearing it said thing is having thoughts about what's being said. It could be a shame exchange going on. And what that means is the person may be talking about you because they have experienced some shame and they want to get that shame off of them And so they put the shame and the blame on you. Think about it. 
Think about the person who just says something that's not even true. It ain't even in the stratosphere of truth, right? And you're like, well, how could they say that? Maybe they have some unearthed shame, some unearthed feeling of I am not good enough. I am wrong. I am unlovable. And your moment, whether it is marrying your second partner, whether it is you being a step-parent to their child, I got some experience with that, whether it is you not being a friend to them the same way, or you reacting in a way that you no longer, you didn't used to react because you are more healed and you have more boundaries and you speak back. When you change, the people around you have feelings about it. And those feelings can be, well, what do I know to be true now? This is different. What is true now if this can happen? I'm used to them behaving in a certain way. And now it's this. And here's how I exact my revenge. Y'all do it too. I'm going to say something about it. So what do we do with that, right? I love words. Words mean everything. They have so much power. But in these particular situations, I can take said words and I can take away their power. You can actually take away the power of what is being said about you. How? Ask yourself, is it true? Don't ask yourself if it hurts. (laughs) It hurts. It makes you angry. It brings up your shame. Yeah, it's a feeling. My favorite thing is I don't care if they say something. Yes, you do, because you you didn't care. You wouldn't say nothing about it. You called all your friends to say, how could she do this? And I don't care. Yes, you do. It hurts. That's an inevitability. It hurts. But asking yourself, is it true? Changes everything. Sometimes you'll say, oh, well, there is some truth in this. And it's okay that they're having a feeling about it and they're talking about me because I know to be who I want to be, folks are going to feel some kind of way. I'm going to even trigger folks. I can't commit to the happiness of people around me and commit to my authentic happiness too. So there's that. So asking that question, is it true? The other question you might want to ask yourself is what's coming up for me? We know the pain, but what part of the pain is coming up that someone who I love says this about me, did this to me, you know, believes that way, that I didn't know this, that it shocked me, that it brings up anxieties, it brings up these feelings. Well, the person who said it is a normal person. (laughs) And as normal people, we have a range of emotions and a range of reactions. So there's that, right? The other is, what do I think their motivation was behind it? Now, there have been some people who have talked about me, and I had to say, why did they do it? And I had to be honest and say, this person does not 
mean me well. This is not my all-star lineup. This is not one of my 12 disciples. This is not my homie. This is not the person that while I may love them, they may love me. There's been a change. And this could be indicative of that. Or it could be the person loves me very much. And there is a conversation that we haven't had. There is some dialogue that we haven't had. So how do you proceed in that situation? Well, I really believe that you give yourself the time to let go of how you feel. You ask yourself those questions. Is it true? <laughs> you know, you ask yourself what's being, what's coming up for me. And then you come back and you say, you, you, you process the feeling, you let the cycle of how it feels happen. You let it become a little more neutral in your mind and your body. Don't have that fast heartbeat of, I can't believe they did that. You don't have that sense of betrayal in the exact same way. And then you may have a conversation with the person. Hey, this came up. Um, I just want to talk about it. Okay. Or in my case, (laughs) I had a lot of things being said about me by a person who I believe was in a very impossible situation. And they felt threatened by my new role in the lives of people who they cared so much about. And you know what I used to say to the people who would come back and tell me, hey, don't tell me. Hey, don't tell me. Now, there are some things that we need to know. If someone is skimming off the top of our accounts at work, (laughs) or if, you know, someone is in danger, that's different. But if someone is indulging in conversations about you that you know you can't do anything about. The person is working through their own process. You always have the option to say, hey, I mean, I understand you're coming from a good place, but don't tell me. Honey, I said that to about 15 people when it came to this person. And they all respected that. Not one of them came back. Now, one time, actually one time, one of them did come back and I was like, I just did a gentle reminder. Yeah, I know. I know you're coming from a good place. I know you think you need to protect me in this situation. It's difficult to hear, but yeah, you don't have to tell me. So there's that. What y'all ain't gonna do is rewrite human nature. The only human nature you could rewrite is your own, the nature of yourself. So If you see how it feels to be talked about, you might pause before you say something unnecessary about another person. What is it? What do they say? I'm gonna mess this up. Is it necessary? Is it kind? Is it whatever? Now, I am never talking about when we gotta fight (laughs) for freedoms, for equality. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. There are times where we must speak up. There are times where our silence we hear it all the time, does equal violence. There are times where we are being pushed to step into a deeper version of ourselves to speak truth. That is different. 
That, my friends, is different. When a client says that, I'm like, no, no, there's some truth to be spoken. What you going to do? What do you need now? Okay, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about she's gained 15 pounds. Ooh, did you hear about her husband? Uh, I can't believe she's spending this much money. Wow, I can't believe she wore. I'm talking about those kind of things. And I keep saying she, put in he, put in they, put in whatever you need, okay? Um, so there's that. You're not going to change that. But what do I say you always can change? Your reaction. Whether I'm helping a client get through the loss of a child or a family member or a divorce or a work transition or deciding they need to take space from family or friends, whatever I'm helping a client through, whether they are a high profile celebrity and they're getting the Rihanna effect, right? Whatever I'm helping a client through to neutralize, like to feel your feelings about what happened and then to neutralize it and not to need, not, you don't need to have the approval of the masses. The approval we need the most is the approval we fight our whole lives to give. And that's ourself, our own approval. What that person says doesn't touch your approval, your self-approval, It helps to engender it. It helps to bring it forth. It helps to have you come directly up to that line and say, you know what? This is allowing me to accept myself even further. This is allowing me to realize that people are going to have opinions of what I do. And if I'm stepping into my purpose, if I'm stepping deeply and firmly into my purpose, people are going to have opinions. Now, you know, we've been through 12 million iterations of the pandemic. And I'm seeing all this stuff online about people be kind for folks who decide to mask and not mask. And I I was at the grocery store today and, you know, I did a little anthropological study on who didn't have on their mask and who did. I found it to be fascinating. Of course, my ass had on my mask. And I literally was like, yeah, I bet you some people looked at me and said, why is she wearing her mask? Probably people didn't think a damn about me, to be honest. And that's okay. But it's just this idea that I'm wearing my mask because I want to. case closed because I want to is reason enough. So this is the number one thing y'all. I hear my mom in my head saying they talked about Jesus. This is the number one thing that you could do to make profound change in your life is deciding that people talking about you does not railroad you, does not derail you. It doesn't do any of the things. That realizing that that is a human thing. We all deal with it. Okay, so that's what I wanted to pop on and say to y'all today. I hope you have a good rest of them. I'm gonna catch some of the sunlight and walking my pine needles around the woods. It always, it feels like it's a 
welcome coming back into myself when I'm in the woods. And I hope you have your version of that. Y'all have the best one. All right. Remember, don't lie to your life, coach. (laughs) Have a good one. Are you feeling what you just heard? Good, good. Repeat after me. You don't have to figure it out on your own again anymore. I'm here to help. Head over to KimArrington.com and download my free video series dedicated to getting you feeling your best right now. Look around. There's some good stuff waiting on you. Got questions? Well, we're always talking on the socials, so find me on YouTube, Insta, and the book. Don't be shy, y'all. Go listen to another episode or join me here the same time next week. Finally, don't keep good shit to yourself. Share this with a homie that could use some help, too. Remember, we're not lying to ourselves anymore. We're not lying to our doctors. And you damn sure don't lie to your life coach. Thank you.